Sometimes you got to let the T-Rex burp come right out. Oh. It comes out from down here. Like back when Hot News Natalie was on the show, I would just do that just to impress her. She was impressive. It's very like, when, foamy. When it comes from way down here. I think I have to go in for a procedure. <laughs> what? Well, I got the hiatal hernia, so I need to have my esophagus stretched out. You might need to. I should have a long time ago. The heartburn went away because I cut out red wine and then... I don't drink red wine. I haven't for years because I'm apparently allergic to the skin of a red grape. Oh. I can't even eat red grapes. That's unfortunate. Makes me throw up. I can eat green grapes. Really? Still don't. <laughs> Who would? But uh, yeah, I'll throw it up. And so that got rid of reflux years ago because I was trying to, trying to figure out what was causing the gout in my ankles. Weird. Weird. So weird. Are grapes acidic? Don't know. I, probably. Yes. I guess they are. Sure. Why not? I guess, I guess they be. would be. Acid. Uh... <laughs> Red wine definitely is. If I drink a glass yeah. of red wine, within an hour, I'm throwing that right back up. Wow. Wow, I know. But I got rid of any heartburn or reflux for the last few years. Then about six months ago, the reflux started coming back, and I think my hiatal hernia has gotten worse. Mm. So, like, I can lay on my back in the bed, and I'm not a back sleeper, for mm -mm. those of you who are curious. I'm a side sleeper. Mm -hmm. And so I like to you know, roll over pole to hole and uh, just <laughs> snuggle. But uh, with, uh -huh. the do with the dog. And that's, <laughs> oh. um, well, the Yale professor said that's okay. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. It's all right now. Uh, zoophilia. Zoophilia oh. is the term. But don't, don't let's get off track of this important okay. subject. So if I lay over on my left side, all of a sudden the reflux starts. Oh, and that's so, got to be what it is. Yeah. And so when I burp from deep in the diaphragm, which is a gift, it's a, it's an art that, honestly you have to work on okay you gotta oh, really open How things up it sounds like somebody lost down in a cave screaming for help <laughs> you know and yeah. so when i drink the, the pink monsters that comes out that's what you got to witness just three minutes ago oh hey guys welcome to the show <laughs> i'm glad y'all are here alex jones i don't want to talk about him yet oh Okay. I, I want to give a shout out to my man Vic, Vic Redding. Uh, Vic, uh, he even wrote the note, Chad, C H A D. Huh. Uh, he said, I love the rant about charcuterie and I thought I might send you one that I make. And he did. He sent me a beautiful board. Um, and, um, wow. <clears throat> and it's Twisted, Twisted Timber. Let me see. I think I found his website. I don't have the card. I apologize, Vic, if I messed this up, dude. But uh, I went to the, I did a little search, twistedtimbercrafts.com. Okay. It's a beautiful boards. And looking at the stuff, I think that's, that's his stuff. But he sent me a beautiful piece of wood, and then he sent me some uh, charcuterie. Wow, I'm he jealous. Me, he, he knows my heart because he watches the show yeah. and listens to the show. So my charcuterie board included uh, Vienna sausages, Velveeta, oh. some Ritz crackers, Ugh. and... Uh, I mean, this is redneck. This he, is, he so he did he class you up and some little and some little uh, a little can of tuna. Yeah. Oh no! It's all sitting right out there. It's all sitting right out there. And but a beautiful board. Yours? And then it's yes. Yours yeah. is sitting right out there. My charcuterie is not going to get eaten. Oh well, it's all in, still in the stuff. It's in the can. I'm just saying the package you sent oh. me. I just open it up in there. Oh okay. I go into the kitchen in case it's a bomb when people send stuff. <laughs> but it. <laughs> but anyway, and then he, he then he included a little apocalypse package with a box of twenty two bullets and uh, some gentleman Jack in a little bottle and some bullet 
uh, rye whiskey in a little bottle. So thank you, Vic. Wow. That's sweet. That's so nice. That's sweet. Um, it's more than most people do for me when I'm leaving here. When I'm getting out of here for the holidays. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Vic. Beautiful. And I, you know what? I, you have re-sparked my interest in charcuterie just because of that board. Yeah, you needed to, you needed to class his board up. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, twistedtempercrafts.com. I think that's right. I looked it up. I left the card out there. So if I screwed it up. So this is our last week. This is our last full week of shows. Are you taping next week? Are you no, in the studio next week? Absolutely not. You're not. Okay, so because of some scheduling snafus with our advertisers, my final show of the year will be next Monday, mm-hmm. the 18th. All right? That'll Huge be good. Huge announcement to make on okay. that. And some people have already put two and two together. Huge explanation to make. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and there is no uh, other Blaze programming that's new that day. So just me. <laughs> just people just, should be anxious to watch it. They, they're, they're like, you will be thirsty for Blaze <laughs> programming, and I'll be your guy. <laughs> uh, but I'll explain to you where the baby came from, whose baby it is, <laughs> and how that happens when you have a vasectomy. So you don't want to miss Monday's Monday's deal. Um, Alex Jones is back on Twitter X, whatever. Uh, did you listen to any of that three hour interview? Sure didn't. Well, which uh, one? The, the space? Yeah. No, Twitter spaces. I listened to a little bit of his Tucker Carlson. That was good. Interview. Yeah, it was good. That was good. The only part that I listened to, um, on the space was when Vivek was that, that was the one that Vivek was on and accidentally peed with his microphone still on. Dude. It's like at the end, whenever Elon says, okay, I got to get off now. I have to go. There are other obligations with the family. I must get it. And he's gone. And then they like, and so we're going to toss it over to Benny, Benny Johnson. Uh, Benny's going to um, uh, kind of give us some closing thoughts on this. And Benny's like, so Elon, uh, I got a question. So one of the things oh, no. is like, they were like, are you talking to Elon? Yeah. He's not on here anymore. Uh, oh, no. And I'm like, it means, it means he wasn't paying attention. No. And then his baby's crying in the background. And Wow. These Twitter spaces get wild, They man. do. But three hours of that, we were coming back from Little Rock, Arkansas. CJ goes, I want to listen to it. So we caught the last hour. She goes, I want to listen from the beginning. I said, no. <laughs> do that. I think you caught the gist of it. Right. Alex was telling him. His microphone was so loud. Like Elon was, you know, being Elon. And, all the, yeah. and there you got Alex. <laughs> Let me tell you why it's exciting to be back on X. This is a, this is a, this is this is not just huge for for Infowars. This is huge for humanity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, listen. Yes, that is did, eerily good. Did you engage in the vote? Yes. That Elon put out. Yes, I did. I did as well. Did you vote affirmatively? Of course. The yes. obvious answer is yes, you should allow Alex Jones back on. And of Jones course, there on. were some lefty wackos that were losing their freaking mind over, oh my God, this guy's a criminal. And Okay. It's amazing to me how many online wannabes don't understand the words they use. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand that a court of law found Alex Jones guilty in regards to the shooting. And the so-called conspiracy theories that he civilly spread, civilly guilty. Not, yeah, yeah. Cause that's different. You're right. That's not a that's not a conviction. Right. That's just a civil case. And I think if I understand it correctly, 
the, the, what they found fault with was he made money with those stories, mm-hmm. right, on InfoWars. Alex Jones made money off of those theories that he espoused. Yes. If I'm, I think. I believe. I think. Uh, and well, and it was defamatory. It was defamatory mm-hmm. and, and all of those things. So, and, and it was, so again, but a billion and a half dollars, obviously, that's, that's, they're trying to make an example out of him. I mean, they know no person can, they know he can't pay that. Right. And then we talked about last week, just for a brief second, how the Newtown families were now saying they'd take 85 million. Mm -hmm. Um, Because they would love to get something. Right. And so who knows about all that? But the people were losing their minds over the fact that saying Alex espoused conspiracy theories that were untrue and crazy about the Newtown shooting and that's not why he was banned from Twitter. He was banned from Twitter over other issues, mm-hmm. not, not to do with that, right? Um, and so it's like you guys don't even know what you're talking about mm-hmm. in saying it was because of that and he's never, you know, whatever. It, that's not the reason why he was banned from Twitter. It, and you can do your own research. There were yeah. some other harassment issues that happened Threats were made and things like that. That's why he got banned. And I think it was actually at a live event. It wasn't stuff that was said on Twitter. Mm. Somebody came back and said, oh, this is what happened at this, this, this live event. Well, I mean, it was always very perplexing to me that Alex Jones was banned in the first place because Elon makes such a huge deal about free speech and this right. needs to be a platform for everyone unless you're breaking the law and all of those very small caveats that he puts in there. Right. So it was always weird to me that he even said, oh, well, no, I mean, we can't allow, because for a while Trump wasn't allowed back either. Well, we can't, well, hold on, free speech, but we can't allow Donald Trump or Alex Jones. And right. it's like, well, wait a second. It, I mean, do you believe in what you're saying or do you not? Because they clearly haven't broken any laws. They're not, you know, trying to, I mean, I guess the J6 committee would say otherwise, but like they're not threatening violence upon anyone. And so it was just always weird that he didn't just say, yeah, we should right all of these wrongs, not just some of them. Yeah. There were people who were making posts saying, don't, do not sneeze on my set COVID. <laughs> the, um, or is it supposed to be cough? Don't, is it cough or sneeze? I don't know. Anyway, mask up. <laughs> but I, uh, I should get banned for misinformation now telling you to mask up. But um, what's the dude's name, uh, Adam, that was uh, here last week who posed with the podium in the White House or in the Capitol? Um, the guy, you know, the iconic picture, yes, right? Yes. He yes. was here. He was on Normal World. Yeah, I was just DMing with him not that long ago. And uh, super nice dude, super cool dude. I don't know what his and name is because his name on Twitter is the lectern guy. <laughs> the lectern guy. But he had the podium, had the lectern. What is it? Adam Johnson. Johnson. Um, the uh, simple name. I don't know why I couldn't think of it. Um, but he was here and I took a picture with him because, of course. Yeah. And I put it on my Facebook and I put it side by side with him holding the lectern. And I was like, you know, this hardened criminal. Yeah. And so there were people over the weekend who made the comment, this is bad taste. You're in bad form. You should not be posting a picture with this person. He's a traitor to the country. And I was like, okay, this is a perfect example of you guys don't know the words you're using. Mm -hmm. He went to prison for 70 days. 
it, people were putting a thing in there that said, well, here's a federal code that says you can't destroy government property. Mm. Should tell Joe Biden that since he left, left billions of dollars of equipment in Afghanistan. But beside the fact he didn't destroy anything, mm-hmm. he picked that podium up, posed, waved, posed for a picture, walked 30, 40 feet and put it down. Mm-hmm. That's it. He didn't steal it. Mm-hmm. He didn't destroy it. He just walked with it, took a picture because it was funny. <clears throat> To him. It's still funny to me to this still, day. Still funny to me. I think it's funny. Still funny to me. But the left has no sense of humor, first no. of all. So I took a picture of it, and there were people, and they were saying, he's a traitor. I'm like, so he served 70 days in federal prison. That doesn't sound like the punishment for a traitor. No. So obviously the Department of Justice finds very different meaning about that word than what you do. And so the fact that these lefty lunatics are wanting to silence anybody, this is bad form. I don't give a shit if you think it's bad form or not. I I never woke up in the morning and said, I wonder what Joe Troll thinks about what I'm going to post on Facebook today. They also don't actually believe that. They don't. They don't because they they did not share that uh, same value and moral whenever Black Lives Matter was burning down cities. Yeah. All of a sudden, oh, right. I'm sorry, it's not the government's property. Now yeah. we don't care. Private property, totally fine. But you destroy, you you pick up a lectern yeah. and move it 30 or 40 feet, go to prison for life. Yeah, forget billions of dollars of damage to private properties. Right. I mean, tell me you cook for the government any more clear than what you're saying right, right now. Right. So, again, they redefine the words in order to justify their worldview and just to be, just to be a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. It's a disingenuous, not even a serious conversation. And I think these meltdowns over Alex Jones coming back on Twitter, people were saying there's going to be people who die because of this. <laughs> I saw that. Are you what are you on? What are you smoking? That was a mainstream media member, too. Yeah, it was um, David Levitt. I believe he was with CBS here. He is award-winning multimedia journalist they they must just be giving out awards award-winning multimedia journalist bylines cbs axs (laughs) yahoo examiner etc he literally been writing for etc when he put this out he how many this i shit you not this is his tweet how many how many innocent people will be murdered because elon musk allowed alex jones back on twitter Mm. connect those dots for a second and then his first tweet back um, was a retweet of, uh, of and, uh, what's his name, Tate? Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. Uh, said, to show respect to Alex Jones for his triumphant return and to show respect to Elon being a hero, tell a globalist to get fucked today. <laughs> I love that. I do too. And I, listen, I'm not an Andrew Tate fan. I don't, I, again, I'm, I can't really, I've never really listened to Andrew Tate. I know what he's about, but mm-hmm. I can't really say, oh, he said this back then on a certain date. But everybody was saying the first thing Alex Jones did was retweet a rapist. Oh, wait, 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 wait. See, the guy was never convicted of being a rapist. In fact, anybody that said anything against him never decided to testify because it was all made up bullshit because you targeted the guy just like you do everybody else. Yeah. So he's not a rapist. You can't say he's a rapist. He never he was never tried for that. He was never he never convicted of that. But again, you guys heard something burped out by the mainstream media, and that's what you ran with because it fit with your little narrative. So the overall arching point that I'm trying to say is I can't think of anybody that I think should just out and out be banned. You know what? Because I have a mental acuity and maturity that I think I can deal with when somebody says something stupid. Like I'm not gonna just go out there and shoot myself because somebody said a dumbass thing on Twitter. Right. Let everybody speak. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn who you are. 
let's just go ahead and expose all of the stupid and, and let's just pull all the ignorance together. Because let's face it, everybody on Twitter, everybody with these, I was looking at these Twitter spaces and all these so-called influencers on there. You know, there's two million people listening to the thing. There's my face and screen name right up there at the top under all these guys. And I'm like, uh-uh. Now, I, I know these people personally. They ain't got their shit together either. <laughs> None of them. And it just like, just stop putting so-called celebrity on certain people and their voices and their platforms. And just, we're all pooling our ignorance at this stage mm-hmm. in the game. And there's plenty of you out there that don't mind reminding me that I'm pooling my ignorance. So... <laughs> Anyway, guys, uh, listen, holiday season is here. It is busy. I drove past the mall yesterday over there, University Park, and oh, my God. I was at the mall yesterday. No. I wanted to kill myself. No. (laughs) Well, if you want to save time on food, like really good, nutritious, flavorful meals, um, uh, with all the stuff you got going on, Factor is what you need to be using. They are America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service. Uh, breakfast, lunch, dinner, chef prepared, dietitian approved, ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door. You're going to save time, stay on track with a healthy lifestyle, and it is really good food. Uh, so you don't have to worry about meal prepping, and uh, you could skip the meal planning, grocery shopping, chopping, prepping, cleaning up. Factors fresh, never frozen meals delivered straight to your door, ready in just two minutes. I know that sounds hokey and like it's not going to be good but i promise you it's ridiculously good heat and enjoy treat yourself to high quality delicious meals try it uh you got over 35 chef chef crafted meals every week that support a healthy lifestyle meet your meal preferences whether it's calorie smart vegan veggie protein plus uh, a whole bunch more so you rest assured that you're making a sustainable choice and uh everything they do is so so good and so much quality so get the factor meals enjoy eating without the hassle and uh head over to uh factormeals.com slash chad 50 and then if you use promo code chad 50 you'll get 50 percent off so code chad 50 at factormeals.com slash chad 50 to get 50 percent off we'll be right back Mark Jones is a good buddy. He is uh, he is the uh, director of hunter outreach for uh, Gun Owners of America, and he's been with us before, and he's back again. Mark, how are you, brother? Oh, I'm doing great. Good to be back on your show, Chad. Good to see you. You too, buddy. How's uh, how's life in Wyoming right now? Gosh, it's beautiful up there where you live. Yeah, man, it's been great. We've had a good fall. We had a few snowstorms, but a lot of sunny, cold days. Try to get out and chase a few critters. <laughs> enjoy the last best place, you know. I hear you. I'm going to try to get over there. You invited me to come do some turkey hunting in April, and I'm, 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 I'm trying to clear my calendar so I can get over there and do some with you. If uh, I hope you can make it. I want to, man. And uh, I was... Um, it, that is if the Biden administration doesn't stop all of us in the meantime. The last, the, the last time you were on, we were talking about a couple of different initiatives they were taking. They were trying to get rid of, getting rid of certain types of ammo and, and mm-hmm. just different things that affect hunters, not just gun owners and Second Amendment you know, uh, people, but just, gun, just hunters and, and folks that right. uh, like to go out there and, and you know, some, for some people, that's a lifestyle. That's how they get their – I know people, that's how they get their meat for year-round is, is they hunt. Yep. And, and they're making that right. harder and harder. What, it, is there an update on any of those proposed legislations on anything that the administration was trying to do at this point? Yeah, there's a lot of happenings, Chad. I'll try to go through them here quickly. Yeah, uh, know. You know, we talked about his effort to shut down hunter safety, archery, and shooting teams – in America's schools. He tried to do that through an executive order. 
And that was a rare win for the good guys or the conservatives. Um, there was so much backlash against that from, from America, from people, from groups like us, from regular people, that even Democrats in Congress voted to uh, override that attempt. It took a few months. And some of the same people that helped create the problem or gave Biden the language in, in statute to use to create the problem, even they were so were hit with so much outrage. Even they voted to override that one. Mm. Uh, so even some bad guys did the right thing, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. So we kind of got the school programs. They got saved after a few months um, uh, of being defunded. But he's not stopped there. Um, the lead ammunition ban, he's trying to carry that forward. And, and uh, loss of access to public lands for hunting. Mm. And so I thought I would be, this would be a good time to talk to you about some of that stuff and what's going to happen in the next Congress. Yeah. Tell me what's going on with that, because that, that, that matters, man. It, it definitely does to me. So, uh, what's, what's the latest on that? Okay. So with the lead ammo ban, people should know this is the third time in the last 10 years that the Democrats have tried to ban it. Uh, first time a federal court struck it down. Second time, uh, Obama tried to do it right before he left office, and Trump's interior secretary struck it down. So now they've tried to go incremental. Mm -hmm. They're, they're going to start with small areas of federal land in the mid-Atlantic and Northeast. And they plan to carry that forward. And what will happen if they get that through, Chad? They will expand that gradually, incrementally, eventually probably to all federal lands in the United States. And we know their goal is to ban lead ammunition on all lands because they tried it. Um, at, when the federal court struck it down. So, and that should be a concern to everybody because this has nothing to do with the waterfowl hunting. This is all lead ammunition on terrestrial dry ground, even for target shooters. Mm. So imagine if you have to buy that expensive ammo to shoot your 22 rifle or your nine millimeter pistol, you won't right. be able to afford to do it. Yeah. And everything's, yeah. I mean, it's already through the roof. I mean, this, this thing is, is tearing all of us up. Um, and, and, you know, they, they've tried, you know, I've had a number of theories over the years of how they would do what they can to try to hinder people who trust in the Second Amendment to protect their gun rights. And one of my biggest things has always come back to they're going to make an attack on ammo, uh, either right. ammo that has a shelf life and it's not good after a period of time. Or like you said, they're banning lead ammunition, ammunition you can afford or the taxes are, are going to be on it so high. It's going to be so federally regulated that people can't afford to do it. They certainly can't go out to the range and shoot and practice and train. Uh, and and it's, we're getting to that point where they've made it very inaccessible for the average man and woman that just is a gun enthusiast that wants to go out and shoot, much less a hunter. You know, the hunting, right. the hunting industry, the hobby of hunting, if you want to call it that, it's already expensive. I mean, between yes. tax stamps and, and licensing and outfitting and guiding and trying to, you know, just the equipment and, and you know, just to go out there and do it. It's gotten expensive as it is, and so if you can't get your hands on the right stuff, what what are the forward action steps? I mean, where do we go from here on all of this? Yeah, that's that's a great question, and what I wanted to talk about today. So the House did defund his lead ammo ban a few weeks ago. However, mm -hmm. it didn't pass the Senate, so it didn't really mean anything. And then when a lot of your listeners remember when Congress uh, passed the continuing authorization for for funding and kicked the budget fight down the road into next year, what they essentially did was kick this issue mm -hmm. into early February. 
But we do have a chance through the budget process in early February of next year to defund his effort to ban lead ammunition. Mm. The House has already shown a willingness to do that. We got to put pressure on senators yeah. to follow along. And and we're we're going to be wrapping that up, you know, through media and outreach, social media, alerts to our members, hopefully through the regular, you know, legacy media, letting people understand this, that we can defund this effort in that budget fight. And there's also an effort there to restrict access to federal lands for hunters, mm. kind of a side thing that hasn't got a bunch of uh, uh, publicity. We're going to work to make sure he can't do that. And, and you can sometimes do these things through defunding them. So yeah. that's the battle in Congress next year. You know, I um, it's, it's going 2024 is going to be an interesting year for a lot of reasons. Uh, and there's certain legislation that's out there, like what you're talking about, that I think the average American doesn't even realize is happening. They don't. I encourage people, you know, a lot of people have shied away or they've NRA has gotten so politicized. I encourage people, I said, go to gun owners of America because you guys are actively involved in this in this legislative process. You're you're in charge of hunter outreach there, which is very specific niche group. And you've got others out there, other categories that you guys are focused on when it comes to legislation and how people can be involved. What's the best way for people to be a part of gun owners of America? Yeah. It's really easy. Go to our website at gunowners.org and you can sign up to receive free email alerts about these issues. You can become a member if you want to, but you don't have to be a member to get those alerts. Yeah. And follow what we're doing. And, and if you sign up for our emails, we, we send action alerts. You do. I get them. To I know you do. Thousands yeah. Of people. yeah. And those make a difference because what we'll do in the coming weeks and months headed up to February, we'll, we'll target the whole Congress. Mm. And, and like I said, I think we're in pretty good shape in the House, but we'll have to we'll have to get senators on board, particularly in red states uh, like Montana, West Virginia, Maine, these red states that have Democrat senators. But but every American, no matter where you live, yeah. you, you know, you can contact your senator and your member of the House through our processes. We'll give you the way to do that. Contact them. Tell them you want these is, this, uh, issues addressed. Yeah. And it makes a difference, Chad. That's how that that. Effort by us and other groups is what got them to back off on banning the the activities in schools. Yeah, and we got to have a bigger fight with lead ammunition and access to federal lands. And it is a because fight. it's not as warm and fuzzy. They really look bad with the whole school issue. Yeah, but they're they're going to double down on lead ammo and access to federal lands. Well, Mark, you're my friend, and you're on the front lines in a lot of places, man. And I really appreciate your stance for that. And I want people to stand behind you and get with you and and promote any way they can and and do those action steps. And I tell you, uh, (laughs) buddy of mine, Blaine, uh, he's a big duck hunter down here in Texas. He sent me a video. I'm going to text you this video. He sent me a video the other day of these big swarms of ducks, right, off in the distance on the horizon. He's panning over, panning over, panning over, and then – he gets to the edge of the field, and, and then he starts to pan back. And in the corner, if you're paying attention, there's this big imperial bull elk standing there. And then he pans right uh, back to the ducks. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> back up. <laughs> brother, brother, I'm not worried about the birds. Come back. <laughs> Come back to that thing. And we're at the I'm going to send you that video because the ducks were out of reach, but that elk was right there. So that elk was right there. Oh yeah. boy, I'm telling That's you, great, great time of year, you know. It is, and you know, Chad. We our motto: we, if people want to check us out, like on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, uh, Second Amendment Hunters. Yeah, you can just just type that in. We have that's our program within GOA. 
You know, we like to say the Second Amendment's not about hunting, but hunters should be about the Second Amendment. Right. If 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 Americans hunters will band together, not you know to protect their rights, their rights and the Second Amendment, we, we'll we'll make a we'll make progress in the political fight. I love it, Mark. Stay on the fight, buddy, and uh, I will talk to you soon, brother. Be careful up there. Don't freeze in Wyoming, okay? Well, yeah, I'm going to try not to, and I look forward to seeing you in April up here to chase a Miriam's turkey, buddy. I think we're going to do it. Thank you, brother. I will talk to you soon. Thanks, Mark. All right, Chad. Thank you. Guys, it's that time of year again, all the Thanksgiving decorations. Well, Thanksgiving's over with. They're, they're put back in the closet. Christmas, Christmas decorations, I hope for you, are up. Uh, and um, I want you to be able to enjoy just your environment, sitting around, feet up on the fireplace, and uh, enjoying the Christmas lights and just the Christmas music. And I'll tell you one thing that'll help with that is if you'll have a glass of Fox and Odin whiskey poured and enjoying that. Listen, you worked hard coming to the end of the year. You don't need to get caught up in the stresses of the holiday season. Fox and Odin whiskeys are there for you. They're created to honor the wild beauty around us, whether it's a snow-capped mountain or those fields of Wyoming like Mark and I were just talking about, roaring waterfall, or maybe it's just your own backyard. Listen to kids scream as they fall off the trampoline. Listen, you need some Fox and Odin whiskey in your life. They're the perfectly blended spirits. They complement everything in your life. And uh, it's very, it's a beautiful bottle. It's a beautiful flavor, and everything about it is going to help you enjoy the fullest uh, of life that it has to offer with their double gold award-winning Fox and Odin Craft American Whiskey. So taste the spirit of the holidays today. It is delicious. You can buy it online. Ship it to your door at foxandodin.com. That's foxandodin.com. Use promo code CHAD. I spell it, Chad. Get 30% off plus free shipping on all orders. Please drink responsibly. Responsibly. Be right back. I have a word for you, Sarah, but I'm not going to call you it. Oh, okay. You made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think about it right now. I might cry again. Yeah, I cried the drop of a hat. You said that when you turned 50 last year. Yeah. I'm bad about it. Crying. I mean, like Cody Johnson, my buddy, my Kojo buddy, he's a... Uh, He's got a um, new song on his new album, Leather, out called Dirt Cheap. <sighs> ugly cry. Really? <laughs> For me, yeah. Ugly cry. Wow. Okay. I mean, like, that song came on. I'm like, just punch me in the balls. <laughs> and anyway, you need to listen to it. Okay. It's a great album. The entire Leather album, just free promotion for Kojo, because he needs my promotion at this point. <laughs> 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 they all they all need my help that's mm-hmm. what they're there because of me okay? yeah <laughs> but uh i went off to little rock arkansas over the weekend i turned 51 on stage because mm-hmm. i was born at 11 30 p.m yeah and so i don't technically think it's your birthday until this, when you were born right mm-hmm. so you're kind of going forward with the birthday i was almost a december 10th baby but anyway <laughs> We apparently set an, a record for this year on ticket sales at the Little Rock Looney Bin. They had not had a weekend that big all year long. Wow. So thank you to everybody that came out. Um, I got a marriage proposal. Wow. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she was serious. <laughs> I bet she was. She sent me a, a thing on, on TikTok saying, you laughed when I asked you this. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Because it was very humorous in nature. That you, she's like, she's like oh, I'm going to marry you one day. Oh, wow. That's dedication. I it, have to respect that. Yeah. She was a lot younger than me, so I have to, my doubts. Okay. 
have my doubts. You saw Paula Jones? <laughs> Paula Jones was there. Man, Paula Jones of Bill Clinton, Paula Jones fame, mm-hmm. the Paula Jones. Uh, she came. She, she's, she's so hyper. God bless her. I mean, she's just so nothing but energy. She had a group of five or six with her, all family. And um, they came. And I posted that picture on Facebook of, of her and me together. Mm-hmm. And, man, people really were coming after her on the comments. I had to block some people. What? I had to really block some people. Why? Some people got really inappropriate, really rude. Like, some people were like really were just bound and determined uh-huh. to really shame her. And I'm like, that's I think bad. that's water under the bridge at yeah, this point. You would hope so. You know, I, I, I've told, I think I've told this story about when Trump got elected, she wanted me to be her date to the inaugural ball. We were both invited. And um, she said, I said, go with your husband. She said, he doesn't leave the house. <laughs> I mean, the way she said, he don't leave the house. <laughs> and uh, I said, well, I'm not going with you. I said, I'm not going. I said, but I'm not going with you, Paula. She goes, why not? I said, I'm not going on a date with you, Paula, because I already know you sue. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, we had a good time. And um, uh, you wrote me a letter up in a card. You bitch. That was a hard ch- I, I thought that name was not going to be used for me. You, I came in last week after taping before I got on the road to leave Thursday to go to Arkansas. There was a card on my sofa in my dressing room that said, do not open until 12, Mm nine, which already was going to be torture for me. But for your sake, I did not do it. I'm shocked that you didn't. Now on my birthday, I would never, you tell me to do something, I'd do it. Uh, On my birthday, I got up early. I went to Waffle House. It was typical Little Rock Waffle House. I sat there by myself uh, early morning with two little small black boys who were watching videos of video games. I don't get that. And they were wanting me to watch with them. So I had my grits, which is what I wanted, and my coffee, and then had a, little, a couple of eggs. But I sat there with those little boys, and they were little too, and they were just sitting there. We, we watched the things together. And he was giving me some kind of commentary on it. I didn't get it. <laughs> His, their dad was the cook. And uh, so we just hung out, had a good time. And then I came out of the Waffle House, and um, there was a man taking a shit in a parking lot with his, uh, with his sweatpants around his knees. And they just used their hand. Like, that's fascinating to me. I mean, it's mental illness, obviously, and it is very sad. Mm-hmm. It's sad for numerous reasons. It's sad for the human being that is at whatever point of crack abuse in their life and homelessness and poverty that they've gotten to the point of mental illness like this but then the fact that you have to see that you know Mm -hmm. and the grits were still freshly on my (laughs) you know stomach and uh so that was that was a fun morning on my birthday and then then i sat there with the the fresh aroma of that man shit in the parking lot um (laughs) and i opened up your christmas card not christmas card birthday card Mm -hmm. And you told me what you thought of me mm-hmm. and how much I mean to you. And you, you basically celebrated me with pen to paper mm-hmm. and told me what, how great I was and all of these things. And I shared it, shed tears. It was Sorry. Tear jerking. Sorry. I keep, it, I keep it now in the glove box of my truck. It will be forever cherished. When I get home, it will go in my, I got a little wooden box, yeah. a little chest with my little box of rewards. 
things that you know what I mean. People well, have done over the years that have. Made I just a lot hated to me. that you were. Um, I mean, no offense to Little Rock, Arkansas, but it's not like you had you know your family and friends all there <laughs> to be with you on your birthday. So I, I just wanted it. you to I be able to open up something. And I'm not saying this for to evoke sympathy or self pity, but I live a pretty alone life. Yeah. You do. Like, people think that I'm just party all the time. I really am not. No. I don't. I, I, once upon a time, I was. Yeah. But I'm in hotels alone. Um, you know, I'm not. I'm, I travel alone these days. And, you know, even when I'm there with people, I'm in and out mm-hmm. of the venue and on back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. I mean, two shows each night. I was still in bed by 10 after 12. Yeah. And that's uh, only because they were late shows. They were late shows. <laughs> And uh, I'm not one to go out and, but I, I spend a lot of time alone. I'm actually okay with the alone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Loneliness and being alone are two different things. Mm-hmm. And I don't, every now and then you get a little lonely. Mm-hmm. And I just talk to myself, you know, read a book, take a nap. Text me. Text you. That's, <laughs> that's all hours of the day and night. <laughs> Thank you for the card. You're welcome. I was hoping there may be a little cash in there, but <laughs> apparently people aren't buying enough makeup. <laughs> American Beauty by Sarah. <laughs> this was all a commercial for American Beauty that, by Sarah. That was the lead up. If that, that man pooping the streets out there outside the Waffle House had a little American Beauty by Sarah, his life would be all different. <laughs> yeah. I'm Go buy my makeup so I can afford to give Chad Prather a birthday gift. Yeah. That's what that. <laughs> of course, I would just put it into some more investments. Honestly, well, I always, th- I always think of like what to get you. And I'm like, the guy has everything. Like, everything. you're the hardest to shop for. The guy has everything. If I want something, I go get it. Yeah. Well, and then you were going to be gone because I was like, okay, well, I could, you know, the only thing that we thought of, we were like, we should just buy him ammo. That's a good idea. Because like, it's just your size. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Vic, Vic sent me charcuterie. Yeah. Well, I don't do charcuterie. <laughs> beautiful, so. beautiful, beautiful board. Yeah. I love stuff like that, though, like just a beautiful board, like a piece of wood. Yeah. Like I decorate with that stuff. Well, we talked about, I was telling you about my... Leather the, and wood. I love leather and wood. My detox foot bath. And I was like, I'm going to buy you one. And then I was like, Chad Prather is never going to take this out and use it. You will never use it. You don't know me. One day I might want to feel a little pretty. You will not use it. <laughs> I was like, will he actually go through the trouble of setting... I mean, it's a setup. And I was like, I don't think he will. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> well, I was looking forward to that. <laughs> now I'm going to have dis- it mailed directly to your door, Now Chad. I have disappointment. Yeah, no, you're getting it now. I sent a video. There's a reel on Instagram. I sent it to CJ of this wife saying to the guy, they were in the truck, and she was like, I can't buy anything for you for Christmas. Like, I don't, like, what's the point? There's nothing. Because if you want something, you just go yeah, buy it. Exactly. He, goes, he goes, I've told you this for years from the very beginning. I want one thing. I want you wrapped in a bow and a ribbon. And that's it. That's it. Like the jeans I'm wearing are seven years old. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything mm-hmm. but you wrapped in a. And so anyway, I sent that to that's CJ. Funny. She didn't bring any damn ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> she flew into Little Rock on Saturday, came to the shows that night. and You yeah. were clear. I'll leave that story right there. Uh, <laughs> Probably yeah, for the best. Yeah. Uh, hey, have you guys uh, had the opportunity to check out the movie The Blind, uh, the story of the Robertson family? Listen, 
If you are feeling low, feeling down, feeling unredeemable, feeling like your life's a mess, or maybe you know somebody in your family or a friend that's dealing with that, and you just think, yeah, there's no hope, you need to check out this movie. Call the Blind. It's the true story of the Robertson family. Uh, you can purchase it now on Blaze TV. Now, we can't give it to you. We can't just make it part of your subscription because we didn't make it. And it doesn't belong to us. But we can save you from spending your money with Amazon or Apple or somebody like that. And you could check out the incredible journey of Phil Robertson, all of his downs, his, his brokenness, the things he did to totally destroy his life. But then the way uh, he was redeemed and just the, the, the triumphs and values that shaped him through the years. So uh, I want you to check it out. The Blind, uh, right here on Blaze TV. You can buy it and get it for, I think, $19.99, $19.95. It's under 20 bucks, whatever. But I want you to get it. So if you go to uh, blazetv.com slash the blind, you can get it for $19.99. That's the Blaze. That's, I'm sorry, blazetv.com slash the blind. Hang tight. Be right back. Did you see where that president of, who was it, Pennsylvania that had to resign? Yes. Because of her stupid statements about uh, not really any ramifications or any consequences mm-hmm. for people who start screaming, you know, death to Israel. Like, and yeah, kill the Jews. Kill the Jews, yeah. things like that. So that was Harvard and uh, Penn, and, and there was, um, yeah, a lot going on there. How long is that clip number one? Y'all know right off the top of your head, the Bill Maher clip? Because he schooled him. But, yeah, go ahead, oh, let's play. Play clip number one. Calling for the genocide of Jews. One of them, I think it was the pen person, said, I've not heard that. Mm-hmm. In other words, how explicit is it? Because when I break down the phrases that I hear, first yeah. there's the intifada. There are yeah. a lot of people who say, you shouldn't say that. I disagree. Yeah. Free speech, yeah. intifada, that's one of those vague terms like jihad. It probably means violence, but you know what? It's just <laughs> uprising, whatever. Give you the better. Okay, then there's from the river to the sea. Yep. Okay, that's a little more genocide-y, but you know, <laughs> let's give the benefit of the doubt. Could be, well, we just want the Jews to move, not die. And then there's a phrase, by any means necessary. Yeah. Okay, now, now I'm kind of peeing my pants. Yeah. <laughs> right, and I'm not even Jewish. Yeah, it's, it's amazing that people like Bill Maher have to school people on this kind of stuff. I, they don't even know what those things mean. Like, did you see the video of the guy who stops and he, the lady's saying, from the mountain to the sea? Yes. And she's, <laughs> yes. And he's like, what does that mean? She's, she's like, like, oh. Well. Not even getting the phrase right, first no. of all. Waving the Palestinian flag. And he's like, you stupid effing idiot. And yeah, they're ignorant mm-hmm. on stuff like that. Um, speaking of ignorant... And, and again, we talk about free speech. I mean, this, this kind of stuff. Bill Maher's championing free speech, but also saying, listen, you, we also hear what you're saying because a critical mind right. can go through this free, quote unquote, free speech and see the stupidity right. that's in there. Um, it's a shame that we live in a world that that has to be policed because people are too dumb to recognize what's being called for. Uh, I want to go over to clip number nine. Speaking of free speech and stupid people, um, Joe Biden. This is what Alex Jones had to say about Joe Biden. Play this clip. You see the system, the media going after Biden, and he deserves it, but they were covering it up until now. Now they're covering the laptop. Now they're covering attack on the dog. Now they're covering, you know, all of his senility, all the corruption, the Chinese spies. Attacking a dog. What a pig he is. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I was told that by Secret Service and by uh, people that, let's just say, work with them. 
And I'm going to leave it at that. But I actually have a contact for you. I'll actually be able to hear it from them. But when this is over, I'll let you actually hear it from yourself. I think they'll tell you off record. I think they're willing to talk to you. Uh, but yeah, he, he, he is completely out of his mind. He wanders around for the entire two and a half years. But it's getting worse. Naked in the White House. Uh, in the middle of the night, doesn't know who he is. They have to <laughs> do a bunch of drugs, yeah. a bunch of amphetamines in the morning. Then they've got a drug in uh, at night. Sometimes he's got to, though, he'll like be out for the morning for a while, and then he comes back out at night for a ball. That's when there's a real problem. He is on drugs. I, I have established that. And I know someone who witnessed it. I'm not guessing at this. I know someone personally who witnessed him uh, taking amphetamines. And this was this was during the 2016 uh, 20, 2020 election. So how's this going to? That's huge. I know you don't play games. You've been no, I don't around. play games. With this. Well, there you go. <laughs> Joe's on drugs. I want. I want. I want all of that to be true. Can yeah. you just? Can I mean? I don't want to envision Joe Biden naked, but like I walk just the idea. Naked. Okay, but Joe but Biden choice. in his in his mental capacity wandering around the White House naked, not knowing what's going on, and they're drugging him up day and night? I mean, that has to be true. One would think. There's no way the guy's getting up on a podium and, and or on a stage no. behind a podium and giving a speech without something going through his veins. No. Because no. you see the other times where he's not there, he's got about a 20-minute rush that he can run through, and then it's like, pfft. I mean, the yep. other day, they were when he walks out of the White House and he's going over to uh, Marine One, he's getting on the helicopter, and they're all saying, they're screaming, the reporters are screaming out to him about Hunter Biden's indictments. And he's walking like a, you know, yeah. like a stiff, which, by the way, people with dementia Shuffling. don't swing their arms. And so he's got the dementia walk. And then uh, he's walking and people were defending him going, that was a perfect transition from the asphalt to the grass. And I was like, really? That's what we're that's what we're going with. That's our bar. He That's didn't even part. miss a step when he left the pavement and he hit the lawn. Like, he, he didn't even stumble at all over that. <laughs> well, we should have tossed some sandbags out there. See if we can, you know, put him through a little obstacle course. See what oh he can navigate. Uh, I just know he's, he's walking around naked in a White House. And you might want to, I don't know. I can, I can get you in touch with this guy. I just love that Alex Jones has like people on the inside in a Joe Biden regime. Who does he know? Of course. I, know. I mean, I know I know someone on the inside who said that when he fell at the at the academy, whenever he gave that speech and the sandbag got him, that he shit himself. Secret Service. I have that on good authority. And they no. started carrying more diapers. No. Yeah, because he shit he shit himself. <laughs> I didn't make that up. I'm telling you, I didn't make that up. But allegedly, I believe it. He shit himself, and I'm told that on good authority. Wow. Yeah. So nobody has a problem believing that, do they? They nope. don't. That's what I was told. I'm just repeating from good authority. So anyway, Trump 2024. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, St. Cloud, Florida. Uh, I'm there Friday and Saturday night. They're already sold out, already done. So finishing the year. Normally I do New Year's, I do Christmas shows and stuff like that. Not this year. I needed a break. Mm. It's not going to be a break. I don't like this for me. I always much enjoy your Christmas show. You get on stage and do stuff and sing and things like that. But anyway, you're kind of cramping my style. I know. <laughs> I will tell you, uh, New Year's Day. I always I try to have an annual New Year's Day VIP party. It's VIP, but it's open for everybody. We got a special musical guest. I'm doing it down in Houston. 
New Year's Day. We usually get started about seven o'clock, go until. Uh, music starts about eight, be some good food, be some good drinks, be some good people. Uh, I'm not announcing all the details on that just yet because we're still working out some, but we got some great musical guests coming. I mean, I've had some historic parties on mm, New Year's yeah, Day. Yeah, you have. Some really good artists and stuff. So we're doing that. Um, I think we're going to do it at J Bar M, which is an incredible barbecue and live music venue down there in Houston. So my buddy Hoffy runs that thing. Sarah, I love you. We're going to be back on. Well, we're here all week, but then yeah. next Monday, big announcement. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you. God bless you. Bye.